so to speak. Yeah? So you feel like an unspoken yes, and it's very spacious. So that's the picture, in a way. You, you, it has an intimation, yet there's nothing there. But there's a huge intimation that that's everything. Yeah? So after going through things all the time, and looking at things, and trying to get things together, and adding one thing to another thing to make a better thing, and so on and so forth, the whole thing, all that can be erased, and then you get a picture that there's nothing there. You just get a sense of presence. Yeah, there's nothing, you don't, it's not a picture, but it is a picture of emptiness in a way. And then the mind wraps it, you know? And so it can erase thousands and thousands of repetitive concepts that we, we've been chanting in the head. You know what I mean? I am me, I am me, I am me, all day. Because that's what, that's what the mental state's using. It's using physical perceptions, which is these eyes, with awareness moving through them, or consciousness sees things. <clears throat> so we take that to be a real finding. But it's a contrived program. It's a formatting. So the mind is formatting itself with a pair of glasses called the body that sees and feels and tastes and touches things. So we believe, because we have an experience of it, that that's real. But we don't get the sense of what's truly real, which is the space, the space. Sort of like all the movies, <coughs> you know, you go to a film festival, and it could go for seven days, and it'd be 40, 50 different movies with totally different topics, but it's cast on one screen. The screen allows every type of movie, army movie, propaganda film, romantic comedy, it doesn't matter. It's that the screen is just there to sort of reflect the movie. Yeah? So in a way, we're taking we're 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 in the movie, yeah, and we're thinking we're looking this way, we're looking out. When if you would if your attention would turn around and look through the movie into the screen, there would be a great great aha, so to speak. Yeah, because now whatever movie was running, your your basis would be in the coming and going and the theme of the film, and then you know when the music builds up, you wouldn't be going this way or that way. All those experiences would be there, but you wouldn't be beholden to them because you would just be on the basis of the screen. Yeah. Totally allowing whatever film is to have its filmness for two hours, but not fucking forever. Yeah? The foreverness would override it. So it would, the foreverness holds that little movie. The movie doesn't eclipse the space. The space is what's holding the movie. Yeah? Now, the mental state proposes where that object in the movie, with no ability to contact that which is so, because where that? We're the living what's so, and we're experiencing what's so, having a sandwich and this and that, and so on and so forth. But that game can only be verified on an experiential level. If you would take a pause and just stop, your mind would immediately go out of experience and go into space, you know? Just like when you close your eyes, you know, you don't feel like you're stopped at the cheekbone, yeah? You don't, you're not defined by the object, you're just, it's, and you're not even locatable, you know? It's just a familiar memory that you're the body, so you think when you go like this, you're sensing what's inside the body. It's insane, 
We're not sensing what's inside the body. The body is inside what we are. We're sensing what we are. <laughs> the mental states, we're sensing what we are is inside the body. But we're sensing what we are and having an experience of being a body. Yeah? So you close your eyes, you're just like... The only, what, the only thing that tethers you here to this dream world is memory. You're sitting here and you remember the room and you remember it's 11.29 and now it's 11.30 and your mind is clinging to these ideas, these conceptual contraptions to frame itself as something because it's totally fucking scared right now as a something about nothing. And it's its own home. It's what it truly is. There's that all the fear is in resisting it, tell you the truth. All the all the fear is in resisting. If you let go, <coughs> there's no harm there. Yeah. It brings a relief that you can never get. You can have fifty time massages, you will not get the relief that you get when you let go of the ghost, yeah? This little mental image. Yeah. You maybe you get disillusioned by all the something and maybe you've been a something for a while and that something maybe not seems to be enough or it's down the end of the road or it's it's bored, bored with experiences it's bored with this, it's bored with that Yeah, and you get delusion and maybe that will wean you off of the addiction or maybe just a sudden whack will wean you off or maybe an understanding can be a stepping stone so you can understand or have a, a, a view presented to you, and by adopting that view, it may lead to the recognition of the vision that was always available. Yeah? The vision isn't produced by a view, but a view may lead you to recognize the vision. Yeah? So right now, that's what this meeting is about. We're attempting to sort of share views about what we're not with the hopes that will trigger something in you almost like that picture with no face in it, just that spaciousness, so that you will get an aha of your own nature, which will be a leavening agent with, through the production of Heitner and Paul and Chris and everything, so that you'll be able to travel later through the movies. Yeah? You'll realize you've never gone anywhere. The screen has held, has, has held every one of the fucking movies. Childhood, adolescence, you know, this, drug addiction, recovery... It's the same fucking screen. Nothing's changed. So in a sense, all there is is change, yeah? Because nothing has changed. Yeah? All the somethings are always changing, but nothing has changed. No thing has, cha has not changed, yeah? Nothing has changed. It's always available at all times. So that's where the Son of Man finds a place to rest its head by realizing he doesn't have a head. Yeah. Like that old guy, Douglas Harding. I really like that book on having no head. It was a very nice view where he looked at the body and he went up and he couldn't see his own face. So he fucking realized maybe there isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> and he did these simple little exercises like, oh, take your finger out and just bring it back here. What happens? It just goes into space. And everything really <laughs> just goes into space. The only thing that's forbidden that space to us is we hit here and then we think it's us and bounce out. So it's called the loop of self-importance, yeah? We don't let it connect and go all the way into infinity. We stop at this little billboard, a memory billboard. Yeah? 
a memory that's projected into the future and creates, or may not create, but makes a sense of a past. With you as the star. You're the star of the past movies, and you're going to be the star of the future movies. And the future movies play on the same screen as the past movies play on. Yeah? The past, the screen isn't past the future. I mean, I've had 800, 900 different physical sensations since 9 in the morning. How could you ever find a place to rest or plant a flagpole and call it you? How? It's impossible. It's volatile constantly. Everything is so volatile. Everything is like a chemical reaction going on constantly. There's no peace in that. You can't move to a certain special somewhere in the test tube. You're shook up with every fucking thing else. The peace doesn't lie in getting it. I want to get it just the way I want it. Just the way you want it would pro- fucking probably kill you. I thought all I wanted was a half a pound of coke and it almost killed me. So, you know, the same old, same old. We were just talking about the book we were putting out. and you know, the, I always like that idea of the wave in the ocean because... <coughs> It produces a picture so that you can see, hey, maybe I'm in a sense of being a wave and I'm in that real weird predicament that I'm busy looking for the ocean. And you see the hilarity of it. And you may just break out and start fucking laughing because it's fucking funny as hell that my waveness is precluding any possibility of being the ocean. But it wants experiences of the ocean. It wants to know the ocean. It wants to have an understanding of the ocean. It wants to have read about all the past oceans and all the projections for the future oceans. But its waveness is precluding that it can only see the ocean as an object and an experience that it will have as a wave. That's not the whole enchilada. Yeah, that's a bastardization. So what would happen? The wave can go to extreme waves where it meets with other waves to talk about the ocean. Like we do with the, with the, the lion and the sheep. Get big pictures of waves and, and thinking, oh, you know. No, that's not the ocean. That's an appearance of the ocean. Yeah? And there's billions of them. And waves come and waves go. But not one wave has never not been the ocean. So what's the point of looking for the ocean? The point is, it's verifying the sense of you being a separate wave. And it can go to such extreme lengths that you'll actually believe you're dry. That you're dying of, of an experience of water when you are the water. So you go on retreats, you know, ocean retreats, to get dumped in the ocean, but you invariably leave and there's the wave again. It just regroups, like mercury when you break it in a thermometer. It just regroups, like that. (coughs) The selfing, because it's never been solid, it doesn't care how far in the wind it's blown, because it regroups, because it's not a thing. It's an idea, a habit, backed with memory. So when you wake up in the morning, in a sense, you have no clue... So the memory arises, I know this room, this is no valley, Paul, your knee, oh, then the knee comes up, and you can start seeing it give birth to all the realities of your day. Oh, the knee, I forgot, the knee, the knee, what, not this knee, the knee. <laughs> Who cares about the other knee, it's the knee, that's running my life. 
but it's not there. It's not. It's like when I wake up in the morning today, I'm free from the body influence. For some reason, the body's inert, and it's not. It's not. My my mental state isn't using it to do anything with, and so I can just truly rest. You know, just truly rest, and then the, the celestial sounds, and then the presence. You know, and you feel like you don't even want to get up because once you get up, then the body memory arises, yeah. And then, oh yeah, I got to get busy getting get this knee in shape, you know, or whatever it may be. And it just keeps regrouping, yeah, time and time again. There's no freedom in it; it's freedom from it. Yeah. It's no freedom through it; it's freedom from it. If the wave sees it's not a wave, that's it. There's no need to have an experience of the ocean. It is the ocean. Now, every experience it has will be influenced by wetness instead of fucking mental dryness. Yeah? All the importance of yesterday and tomorrow, because you don't seem to have much importance right now, will be dismissed. You'll be located right where you are. You'll see blue is blue and red is red. You won't be confused about things that there's no confusion about. And maybe you'll be confused about where you put your keys and stuff. But you're not going to have any mental, metaphysical angst anymore. There'll be no need to be liberated anymore. Because it will be super clear that you are that and you've always been that and you always will be that. And then that's that. Alright, then get up, put on your pants, make some quinoa, and go on your day. Yeah? Celestial <laughs> trumpets go off, you know? You, you hear your roommate in the bathroom chugging out a big one or something. You know, I don't know why. It's not, it's not what you expected. You know what I mean? Fucking, my roommates don't make way for me as I walk in the morning. They see me just like they see me as a body. They, they, they know more about me than I do. There are some, they have more assumptions about me than I do. I swear to God. It's <laughs> <laughs> if I was having half the fun people thought I was having, it'd be fucking great. Jesus. I'm a womanizer at one time. I said, I said where, where am I? Did you actually see me doing these things? I'd fucking go home at 8.30 at night. I'm fucking asleep. I'm out there carousing. No, I'm not. Oh, you need all those women talks? No, I don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, are you sleeping at 10? No, I've been up since 7. You know, I just don't come out at the room. What are you doing in there? <laughs> Trying on all my clothes. <laughs> Got mirrors on each wall. Trying to see my, my look, you know. It's funny. So it's not about how other people see you, because they're going to see you as a body, if they're seeing themselves as a body. It's that. It's not about trying to convince them. There's no them to convince. The freedom lies where you are, not in approval from them. See? Like when people in recovery say, root of the problem is obsession with self. What is obsession with self then? Tell me, what is it? 
Why does obsession with self? Break it down. If that's the root of the problem, break it down. Well, all right, well, my take is it's having devotion to the thought system. That's obsession with self. The thought system pictures you as a body, as an action figure in the past and in the future. If you believe those thoughts, you're going to have anxiety because its value is yesterday and tomorrow, not now. That's obsession with self. So please relieve me of the obsession with self. What that means to me, please relieve me of my, me- of my devotion to the thoughts. Yeah? Let me see them as thoughts, not mine. And then see what happens. Once you become disinterested in the thoughts, you'll become disinterested in self, because the thoughts are what reinforce the sense of self. All day. The thought system. Your elbow doesn't, your body's not shouting out it's you. It isn't. It's the mental process. Like in recovery, it says, hey, the problem centers in the mind. What does that mean? Is it a vague thing called the mind? In the thought system. That's where the problem resides. That's where it's cooked up all day. If you believe your thoughts, you're going to believe you have a lot of problems. If you believe your thoughts, you may believe you're not enough. If you believe your thoughts, you will pass on today, and you'll just use this as a stepping stone to next Wednesday. Because obviously, obviously the condition that you're hoping to be in is more important than the condition you're in. I'm going to use whatever condition I'm in today to move to a bigger, better condition Wednesday. <clears throat> and if that's not enough, I'll actually judge the condition I'm in today to the condition I had maybe a year ago when I was at that retreat. And then see how I measure up. It's all made up. Yeah. Your mental equivalency for a fact is bullshit. It's a memory. It's been revised and gone over hundreds of times to support a certain thesis that you are it as a body. If you go into memory, it's not going to serve you. If you go into perception, if you rest in perception, it's not going to serve you. Perceptions can be manipulated like that. Yeah? If you go into the thought system, it's not, not going to serve you. Where, is, where are you served? By serving others while resting in the sense of being. How about that? Not the mental state, a rest in the being state. The being state isn't in a hurry because it's complete. It's not using this moment to produce a bigger, better moment because it's complete. It's not in any rush because it's not based on time. Yeah? It's a whole, you're residing right where it is, always available at all times, but our interest and attention has been sucked up into the mental state because the mental state has one idea that we're interested in, me. The sense of being a special, long-lasting, independent, separate entity. It's like the mind candy of all mind candies. <clears throat> You'd be bored stiff if you had hypers thoughts about the future right now in your head. You'd be bored stiff. And we're bored stiff with our own. But because it's somehow casting about us, there's some fucking weird interest in it. You know? So, root of the problem. Centers in the mind. What's obsession with self? An, an ardent belief in the thought system. There you go. How can you get out of the thought system? Not as a thought. How can I have freedom from the thought system? 
burn the bridge of mine. See them as, don't see them as your thoughts or about you, and you'll lose interest in them. When you lose interest in them, you don't lose interest, it goes somewhere else. Your attention is freed from that slavery, now enriches your day. Therefore, you being enriched, enriches others. This isn't like I have and you're in lack. It doesn't work that way. You have it by giving it away. It's very inclusive. Everyone wins. You can hold the space. You can be a rock to other people who are having a hard time with no thought or effort about being a rock. You'll just be solid because that's all you've always been, is solid. No matter how you are or how you seem to be or how you were or how you seeming to be, you're still exactly right where you are at all times, resting in what's so. Like solar flames of interest and attention go here and there, and maybe create solar winds, but you're compacted as the sun. Yes? That's where the freedom lies. It lies where you are at all times, with no requirement necessary to meet it. You are it. Just get weaned off of what tells you you're not, and the dawning of it as being so fucking obvious will occur. The invitation's always open at all times. We're just not going to the party. We'd rather go to the party that has all the you know pictures of me there. Yeah. Get weaned of the thoughts, start there, see what happens. Then you'll hold the feelings totally differently. Because the feelings aren't feelings when they're held as yours. There's something that they're a totally different beast. Thoughts are not thoughts when they're held as yours. They're a totally different beast. Time is not time as yours. It becomes a totally different beast. You can't seem to stop thoughts, you can't seem to stop, stop feelings, you can't seem to stop time, but you, you can stop claiming them as being yours. You can. You can tell the truth. You can see it. When the bridge of mind doesn't get built, the thought is of its own nature, it comes and goes. Feelings come and go. When the mind is brought, the feelings and thoughts are used to convey old ideas. Oh, re-kick old memories, rehash old incidents, re-feel old feelings. That's what they're used for. You stay in the memory bank as a memory, and then the mental state remembers itself all day by worrying about the future and casting life back into the past. You become a memory, basically. You might as well never fucking get up. Yeah. Did you meet the room? You already pictured the room. Did you meet yourself? You already pictured yourself as Paul. Did you meet the knee that day? You already have a huge idea about the knee. Did you meet all your feelings? No, but wait. They've been cast the same way they were yesterday and the day before. You get to live a life of re. Re-feeling, re-thinking, rehashing, redoing. Relationships the same, just with different nouns. Yes? Days the same, just with different titles. And you have to jump off a bridge with a bungee cord to get a sense of excitement or shoot some coke up your neck or 
fuck your best friend's girlfriend and while he's in the other room watching the Super Bowl just to get some feeling of I'm alive you know see where it seems to be that you're reviving See what drives you today. Is it thoughts? Feelings? See. Find out. Who else is going to inform you? Anyone, anyone worth his salt can only invite you to watch your own process. You know? See that you're the light behind it all. That push comes to shove... Everything starts and ends where you are. Everything. You're not going to pass away with 800 people. You'll probably pass away with yourself alone. And no one, you're never going to experience your death. Everyone else around you will, but you won't. Because the story will have been up, will be over. And then it will be like it never fucking happened. And yet the same space will be there like it always has been. Why not be conscious of that? Give credence to what's so, and then go on your thought trips and feeling trips. And I bet you they'll be much shorter, and you'll be a lot more relaxed when you get off of that thought train and that feeling train, because you'll have a great sense you never went anywhere. It's like dragging your memory with you all day. Oh, here's how you go. I got this big sofa for my memories. It's just dead. Nothing's ever going to work. No one understands me. You can, oh, here they come. How are you doing today? Well, you know what happened this week? No. I asked how are you doing today. But, but today's based on last week, isn't it? No. <laughs> How are you? Well, let me tell you what I have and did. I didn't ask you that. How are you? There's not much to talk about. That's the funny thing. You're probably not going to be a great networker because most people are just talking, sharing what's not happening. You just sit here like, fuck. Or they bring their mental accountant out. Let me tell you what I did today. I think I accrued enough value to be able to watch a movie tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ, who are you performing for? Something's lording over you, some vague idea that you're not enough, and you're <laughs> What the hell? You're, where's the piper you're dancing to? I don't see it. It resides in the mind. Every note is a thought that you're listening to. And it's the same old, same old dance you've been following your whole fucking life. Oh, watch him dance. <laughs> Can't just go on a five minute hike. I got I went I drove four hours. 
I went down 3,000 feet in this chasm, and I, that's a hike. Yes, okay. I didn't have a, you know, a pomegranate juice. You, you did enough today to be okay, Paul. Oh, thank you, Master. But wait till tomorrow. How many pictures do you I have 500 on Facebook. Okay, that's good enough. You know? That proves you did something today. Proves you have a life. I have 8,000 friends. Don't know any of them. I have 8,000 of them. Likes. What did you do today? Nothing. Oh. Like someone came, we were at a party, and someone asked, me what I did, I said, not much. <laughs> as little as possible. <laughs> and I left it at there, and the person's like, like a dog really going to. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. It was an awkward pause, and it sat there. Bye, see you. Welcome to the next. Well, let me get a, you want some pasta, you know, some pate? No. The holiness space is a lost art. Hold the space. Let people like be exactly as they are because they're not that. And as in kind, you'll have, you'll allow this to be exactly as it is because it's not you. Yeah. The urban renewal project will be cut shut down. You can be okay without being okay. If you rely on the crutch, will you ever walk? No, you'll never walk. If you rely on the thought system, you'll never quote-unquote be here, ever. Because the here will be totally chock full of yesterday and tomorrow. Any questions? Uh, try to stay very subdued. Uh, feeling much better. I want to thank everyone who helped me with uh, feeling a lot better. Bobby. And then, of course, once the body condition changes, <coughs> then the feeling is it like it never happened. Don't you ever have that hit a lot? You know? You go through a heavy situation and then it's over and it was like it never really happened. That's one of the most authentic takes you've ever had. Because it never did happen. Do you ever have that feeling? I get it a lot, you know. Something, you know, yesterday seems like, what, what was that? <laughs> Fucking the, the exact same space at 9.05 was the exact same space at 11, the exact same space at 4. And then there's maybe all these mental wiggling and everything going on, but it was basically same thing all the time, just an inherent onness, yeah. And then there's the mental etch sketch, you know, doing and then shakes up and shakes up all day. I mean, in general, leads your mind somewhere. You got to get something if you see. How something that seems so real when it's done didn't seem as real at all. What the hell is going on? You're the only reality. You're the only reality there is here. You're it. Not as Paul, this body. You and I 
are the representative of the only reality there is. And we're here, based on predilections and this and that, lending our reality to things all day. Lending it to the thought system, lending it to feelings, lending it to people, making people higher powers, lending it to this, lending it to that, lending it to the basis of our security is on a job, lending, 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 lending. And then it plays a symphony with every, every instrument provided by us. We are the writer of every note. You think the violin is attacking you. They're just following your lead. As Jesus said, as you believe, so it is. As you think, so it is. Yeah? That's a pretty powerful statement, isn't it? As you believe, so it is. So there isn't anything called so it is that can't be preempted by as you, what, as you believe. Yeah. Because you are the is. Yeah. You are the is, so whatever this believes, so it is. Even through the machinations of identification, now we're getting this really weird, distorted reality, very neurotic reality, very time-based reality, because of how our reality has lent itself to things through an act of being identified. Being identified as a body, we've lent total reality to bodies and things. And and as a consequence, what's truly so has to seem to be inconsequential. Oh, it's nothing. Space is nothing. All the things are something. That's real and solid and bona fide. That's material. That's real. You don't see it as just like a one out of many dreams that could occur. If we were constructed in another way, another seeming reality would be produced, all based on us. Another way, configure this another way, another reality. It's got to hit you sooner or later, and you're the reality. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, I changed, everything seemed to change. What does that tell you? Wait a minute. I changed, everything changed? Before I tried to change everything, and I didn't change. So basically nothing changed. But suddenly, I changed and everything changed. What the hell happened? You don't, you don't get the... So life has finally put the horse in front of the car. Get it. You know, you get what's going on. If you follow everything back, you're it. Everything that's ever been heard has been heard by you. I mean, someone else did Oh, oh, uh, I'm the whole, oh, thank you for hearing all things from me for the last 20 years, Jim. I'd like to have, you know, have that experience back, you know. No, I, someone else wasn't hearing from me. Yeah. This is it. What we represent is the reality. Lending itself to things. Through being identified as a thing, it lends reality to things. Why wouldn't it? That's the dream. Is it real? No. The only thing that's real is what we are. We can make things seem real, but we can, they're not real as a thing. We can make things seem real, but they're not real as a thing. 
Ah, that's it. Didn't cough up any phlegm babies. That was a successful Saturday. 